You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. How many of you know that we've come to the best part of the service? How many of you know that the gift that God has given first of us is here today? How many of you know that our pastor is here today? How many of you are excited to hear from Bishop Richard? Then put your hands together and help me welcome Bishop Richard. Father, we want to thank you for tonight. Thank you for a pleasant atmosphere of your Holy Spirit, of your power, and of your grace, Lord. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for your mercies that have found us. Thank you for your mercies that keep us. Thank you for your mercies that sustain us, Lord. Thank you, Father, that tonight we shall receive wisdom. We shall receive direction. And we shall receive encouragement, Lord. Heal our ways, Lord. Heal our lives, Lord. Thank you for making the vision clear to us, Lord. May your purposes be fulfilled in our lives, Lord. Thank you for your mighty will and your blessed will that shall be done in our lives. We give you thanks and we give you praise today. In Christ Jesus' name I pray. And the saints of God said, Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Amazing grace. Good to see all of you again. It's nice to see all of you. Ephesians chapter 6, isn't it? Ephesians. Ephesians. Are you alive in church? Are you happy in church? 
Okay, so Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 11 says that, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Okay, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Okay. Stand therefore, having your loins get about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Are you understanding the, these beautiful verses? And your feet short with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Your feet short with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That is, you must be prepared to preach the gospel. You must be prepared to be a minister of the gospel. You must be prepared to serve and to minister the gospel. How many of you enjoy the dancing stars today? Yes. Enjoy them. Yes. It was special, isn't it? Wouldn't you like to see them again? Yes, I think so. So, let me preach quickly so that we have time for them to. Then you don't want them. Oh. Mercy. Mercy. No, I want them. Mm, I want them. So, I'll preach. So you also want them? Okay. Yes. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Yes. Yes. If I want them, you want them, isn't it? Yes. Together forever, isn't it? Yes. We all want them. Yes. So I should preach quickly, isn't it? So they can come. Yes. <laughs> no problem. We'll find time for you. So the preparation you need to be prepared you need to be you need to be prepared for the gospel of peace that is the ministry the work of the ministry is the gospel it's preaching the gospel it's sharing the gospel sharing the good news but it takes preparation you have to be prepared so we are going through the different meanings of the word prepare what it means to prepare, and therefore what you need to do to be able to be in the ministry and preaching and sharing the gospel of peace. So today, today, um, I'm saving myself from a recap because recap can easily take an hour. So today, uh, uh, we are doing to prepare is to train for a specific task. Yes, have we done that already? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yes. So to prepare is to train for a specific task. So Matthew chapter 9 and verse 35 says that, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. So, the preparation of the gospel means that you are going to be trained for a specific task. So, those who work for God are trained for specific tasks. 
okay? You are not being trained to become a bank manager or a GP, okay? But you are being, you are, you are being trained for a specific task, which is the task of preaching and teaching the word of God. Is that quite clear? So in church, you are being trained, or in the, in the ministry, you are being trained to preach the word of God. And every, every Christian should know that that is your task. Every Christian, every Christian, whether you are called pastor or brother or sister or by your first name without a title, whatever it is, our task and our ministry and our role and our purpose is to preach the gospel. That's what he said in Matthew chapter 28 and um, verse 19 and 20. He said, he said, go ye therefore, not go ye, he said, go ye therefore, not go ye therefore all pastors or go ye therefore all evangelists. He said, go ye therefore, go ye therefore, all of us are meant to go out and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even, even unto the end of the world. So go ye therefore, that is, all of us are expected to go and preach and teach. So that is our specific task. That's our specific. The other things are side effects. The other things are just, you know, they are just things of the side that we experience, things like um, becoming a, a bank manager, becoming a chief accountant, becoming a chief architect, becoming head usher. <laughs> I mean, all those things. They're all, all, the, all the extra. They're extras. They're extras. They are not, they're, it's, not, it's not the main thing. The main thing is having your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel. Now, now, now you, you will see that sometimes it sounds as though, it sounds as though in some, in some places, it sounds as though the main thing and the main task that we have been saved for or the church is there for or God saved us for is to, is to become a bank manager or become, or become a band sex nurse or become a headmaster or headmistress. Or become a chartered accountant. But the main thing is the preaching of the gospel. So we have to become skilled. Skilled and very, very, very well trained in the preaching of the gospel. We have to prepare ourselves for this specific task. The, specific, the thing we need to be able to do is to preach the gospel. When you stand on the bus, you stand on the train... At your accommodation block, in the lobby, wherever you find yourself on the streets, wherever you should be able to preach the gospel. You should to stand up and preach the gospel. At any day, any time, you should be well versed in the ability to preach the gospel and to share the gospel. That is your specific task that we've been called to. So, the first thing uh, we need to see here is that you are being trained in the art of preaching and teaching. Because Jesus Christ was a preacher like no other. Okay? So you are being trained in the art of 
preaching and teaching. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. So you are being trained in the art of preaching and teaching. It's not for it's not for people who are called apostles or prophets or evangelists or pastors or teachers or basenta leaders or santa heads or GSOs or seals or any or, or a star worship star dancing star um, what other stars are there airport airport yeah it's not it's not for stars it's for Christians it's for Christians it's for Christians Christians are supposed to preach supposed to preach and teach as Christians a Christian should be able to preach and teach the gospel gospel means good news good news means that good news means that he died for your sins all your, all your debts and all your mistakes and all your sins have been paid for. So come and collect what has been paid for. Is that some things have been bought for you. What's your favorite shop? Zara, okay. Someone sends you a message that there are some things for you in Zara. It's been paid for. Go and collect it. Why would you not want it? Why would you want to check? Should I go for it or should I not go for it? I mean, why? I'm okay. I, I don't want to go today. I'll go tomorrow. Okay, next time. I mean, why? When everything has been paid for, is it not good news for you to hear that clothes amounting to about how much? Two hey. <laughs> clothes amounting to about two thousand pounds are bought, bought and paid for in Zara. Where is Zara? Where, which where? Blue ring, bull ring. Yes, bull ring. In bull ring, it's there, waiting for you. Come and collect. So you are told, blessing. Go and collect your two thousand pound worth of. You'll be on the move. Yes, yes. That is good news. They say, but that is exactly what Jesus did for us. He went to the cross. His body was broken. That's the communion. His body was broken. His blood was shed. The Bible says for the remission of sins. That is the cancellation of all sins. All your sins were wiped away on the cross. Paid for. Paid for. When you get there, there's nothing to do. There's no ritual. There's nothing to pay. There's nothing to go through. There's no procedure. It's paid for. Just come and be, receive it. Just go and collect it. The only thing that that lady will have to do, she has to believe that 2,000 pounds worth of clothes are waiting for her. That's all she needs to do, is to believe it so she can go to Zara and collect it. All she has to do is to believe it. I am a messenger. I've come to tell her that blessing, I've met this man. He says that he has bought clothes. Clothes. Does it include shoes or just clothes? a few shoes to clothes and shoes worth coming totaling two thousand pounds in zara at bull ring so go and collect it all she has to do is to believe it she has to believe that what i'm saying is true and leave the service and go and collect it 
That's what she has to do. Because by the time the service is over, Zara is closed. Yes. 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 How many of you will go if it was you? You go and collect your things. Mm. Yes. 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 So that's the that's the gospel. So so you will see you will see that we are being trained in the art of preaching, and that you'll be able to explain to someone what it means, what Jesus has done for you for us. How Jesus died for the world. You should be able to explain it in, in, in a down-to-earth fashion. Easy to chew in bite sizes. Yes. It's easy to chew, easy to swallow, easy to eat. Easy to understand. You have to be able to break down the gospel for people to understand. That's the art. The art of teaching and preaching. Just as Jesus was. Jesus is our example. You have to be able to explain in English, in English, what it means to be saved. Yes, how that you able to explain how that Christ died for our sins. What it means that Christ died for us is you have to be able to explain it with ease, without sweating, without stressing, no problem, without entering into a debate. When the person says, if you rather have to ask the person, what don't you understand? What don't you understand? I'm telling you that it's like someone has bought you clothes in Zara. And the person is saying that go and collect it. That is what, that is what the gospel, good news, that's what it's about. That all your sins, all your sins has been washed away. How many of you like your sins to be washed away? How many of you are so glad that your sins have been washed away? How many of you have really done bad things before you met you? I mean, you did some bad things, some bad things. Bad things, yes. Some of you need to add your legs to, to the things you are lifting, yes. Yes. Yes, and some of you are so glad that it's over. It's over. Because before, before you even knew about Jesus... Even though your conscience was dead and you were such a wicked guy doing evil things, you were not comfortable. You were not comfortable. You still felt it, it, it didn't feel right. It's like, you know, it didn't, that's why you never came home and told mommy that, mommy, look. You never. You never. You never. You never said it to mommy that, mommy, you know, Whilst you are at work. <laughs> Mommy. No. Never said anything. Some of the things you've never said it. You've just, you are so glad that Jesus says that it's been washed away. You've never said it. You will never say it. You will never. To the grave. TTG. Yes. You will never say it to your mom. You will never say it to your dad. You will never say it to your husband. You will never say it to your wife. Yes. If your husband can't even imagine it. He can't imagine that you've done such a thing. He can't. He can't. He can't. Yes. When she asked you, when he asked you about you, he just said, look, I've told you everything about me. That's nothing. And then you say to yourself that because, because the blood has washed it away. 
because God says that your sins I will remember no more. So if God has no, is not remembering them, why should I remember them? Hmm. How many of you like this part of the of the scripture? Yes, this part you really like it. Really like it. Yes, really like it. That is that is that's that's your main scripture. Why? Your husband would never know. Hey. Because if he smells slightest, he say, hey, you. He will even suffer from a stroke. Yes. Yes. It's better not to know. It's better not to know. It's better not to know. One gentleman said, he said, he said to me, he said to me that, just as it's been said now, he said, he said to me that it's better not to know. He said to me that he would not like to know. He said, I would not like to know. Yes, I would not like to know. Because I was asking, you know, in my, in my younger days as a pastor, I used to ask people, have you said everything? Do you know everything? <laughs> yes. yes. Those days I was younger. Yes, I was younger and, and I mean, I'm still zealous, but younger is zealous. Yes. And he said, I don't think I would like to know. So it's okay. She should keep it. And I thought about it. I said, well, you're right. Because if you get to know, it will really disturb you for the rest of your life. It will really disturb you. Because you don't know what you have. You think you have an angel, but you have something else. Yes. It's the, it's the, it's the blood. Sometimes you, say that you don't even say blood. You say blood. It's the blood that has washed it away. It's the blood that has washed. The blood has washed it away. Yes, the blood. Hey, for I will be merciful to the unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. Ah, come for God that he will not remember your things again. Hey. Hey. Yes. It's under the blood. Under the blood. Yes. Under the blood. So as you meet people who remember your things, isn't it? Yeah, they remember your things. They keep giving you hints that you know, you know you, but you know. But the Bible says that your sins and your iniquities, I will remember no more. No more. No more. God doesn't relate with you according to, you know, the things. That is the good news. That's the gospel. It's so refreshing. It's so refreshing. It's so nice to think about the gospel that my sins are forgiven. That you. John chapter 7. John 7 verse 45. Yes. Yes. So you see, by the time you finish, you encounter someone in, in a preaching and teaching. The person should feel encouraged and lighter. Yes, because you, you can see already, you feel happy. You feel happy. You can even you can you can even afford to even laugh at your mistakes, because you are so you are so sure that the blood has washed it away, and it will not be remembered again. I'm sure some of you this that verse that we quote you you are going to you are going to print a T-shirt on it. You're going to make a T-shirt and wear it. When your friend asks you that why are you wearing this shirt, you just say you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know where I've come from. You don't know what the Lord has done for me. Yes. That's why I love that song. 
That's why I love that song. You weren't there. You were not there when he shed his blood for me. You were not there when he died for me. I mean, you were not there when my sins were being washed away. You weren't there. That is why you would think. It's like that's why you may think that I'm doing something too much. Because you weren't there. You don't understand. You don't understand what he's done for me. You don't understand. The person who wrote that song must have thought deeply about some things. Because when you see someone serving God, worshipping God, you'll be thinking, you are doing something. You are doing too much. Why are you doing too much? Why are you so zealous and so this? It's like it's too much. But the answer is that you went there. You went there. You don't know, you don't know who I was. You don't know how I was. That you see me clean today. You see me clean. Spotless. Anointed. Called. That's why they'll sing and say that you went there. Yes, you went there. You went there when I got saved. You know, because you don't know what I've been taken out of. I can sing a psalm and a hymn and someone will be blessed. You went there. You went there. You went there. No, you went there. Don't talk. So don't talk. Don't you have to tell people, shh, you don't, you, you don't, you don't, you don't know what they're talking about. Don't talk. Yes. John 7, verse 45, it says that, then came the officers to the chief priests and Pharisees, and, oh. And they said unto them, why have ye not brought him? Next verse. The officers answered, never man speak like this man. Nobody preaches like this man. Nobody teaches like this man. We've never heard, we've never heard such preaching and teaching like this before. Yes. It was Jesus who was preaching. Someone said, What a word. What a word is this? What a word. Yes, what a word. That's how your preaching will be. Amen. I said, that's how your preaching will be. Amen. When you preach, someone will say that never have I understood the gospel the way you have explained it. Never, I've never understood it this way. What a word. I've never understood it this way. I've never understood the gospel this way. I didn't know that I could understand the gospel. I didn't know I could understand it. I've never understood church. I've never understood going to church. I've never understood my relationship with God. I've never, never heard of the word explained so meaningful in this way before. Wow. Number two. Sit down. Let's do number two. Yes. The second one is that you are being trained. They talk about preparing is to train for a specific task. So you are being trained to know what to preach. What to preach. Because many, many, many people today preach about different things. Yes. People preach about economic and financial matters. Yes. Go to church. By the time you, you, you are leaving, you almost deserve a degree in economics. Yes. Yes. But you leave, you deserve you deserve a diploma in fiscal policies. Yes. Yes. Because you learn seventeen ways to pay off your your your, your mortgage. Yes. Mm. Yes. So so in your training. You are trained to know what to preach. 
and pray that you never deviate from it. You never deviate. Never deviate from what you've been told and taught to preach. Oh, yes. Because there are a lot of things to talk about. There are a lot of, there are a lot of needs. People have different needs. Different, different, different needs. People have all sorts of needs that you, you will feel like I have to address. I have to address it. Seven steps to, have to get first class. Um, the best course to study in the university. Um, 16 ways to do this. But you see, after all these, the, most imp- the main thing is still the main thing. It's still, it's still Matthew 28, um, 19. It's still Matthew 28, 19. After everything is said, that is still the main thing. Go to the world and tell them. Yes, tell them. The main thing is still the main thing. How that, to tell them, how that Jesus died for your sins. Yeah. That's what Paul said. He said, he said the, first, the, first, the first message I preached to you when I came unto you, he told them in the, in, in the Corinthian church that I told you how that Jesus died for your sins. That was the first message he preached to them. Yes, that's the most important message he gave to them. Yes. How that Christ died for your sins. Period. Corinthians is where you see all those fantastic messages. Speaking in tongues, gifts of the spirit, marriage, resurrection. He taught so much. He, he, he makes it very clear that, you know, when I came first of all, I told you how that Christ died for your sins. So, you have to know what to preach. The what to preach is what is very key. The what to preach is very important. So, here, Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 6. You have Isaiah 14, verse 6. It says that the voice said, cry. No, Isaiah 40. Isaiah chapter 40. That's 4-0, not 14. 40. It says that the voice said, cry. And he said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass. And all the goodliness thereof is as the flower of the field. Next verse. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, because the spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is grass. So, what should you preach about? You should preach, you should preach that it is appointed to every man once to die and after that judgment. And therefore, are you ready? Because all men are flesh. This is what you should say. It's giving, it's giving a specific message to preach. A specific, instead of giving a message that you're going to live forever. You're going to preach that you're going to enjoy life forever. Everything's going to be, you rather have to prepare, prepare that there's an end. All life is like grass. That's the message to preach. Look at it. Look at, look at Matthew 10 and verse 7. And as you go, preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So what to preach has been given to us. What to preach has been given. We are not to preach anything we want. We are not to preach anything we want and how we want and any way we want it. We are, that is not, that is not our, our mission. That's not our commission. We've not been commissioned to preach anything we want. You don't just gather people in the name of the church and then you just start teaching anything. Just start teaching economics and start teaching finances. 
and start teaching anything you want. Our message is the gospel. How that Jesus died for our sins. Yes. How that Jesus died for our sins. So we can't just preach anything. So just say, go. As you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. That there's a day of accountability. The day will come when you account for yourself. Whether you like it or not. Whether you want it or not. The day will come. A day will come, you will have to account for yourself. Everybody dies. Young, old, black, white, pink, yellow, brown, silver, whatever color you are. Everybody one day would expire from this earth. Everybody. It's an appointment you can't cancel. It's an appointment you can't cancel. I've canceled several appointments in my life before. I've canceled several appointments. Last Sunday, I had an appointment with somebody. The person, the person came all the way, got to the door to enter the room to see me. And I called the person on the phone. I said, I cannot see you today. I said, I can't see you today. I can see you next week. Yes. I said, today won't work. I can see you next week. Cancel an appointment. Appointments can but there's an appointment you can't cancel. Because it's not even up to you. It's not even in your hands. You don't even know that date. If you knew, if you knew that date, you'll get fever. Yes. Oh, yes. If you know, if you are given the date, that this is the date when it's over for you. You'll not, you'll not be normal. You'll not be normal. You won't like it. You'll not like to know. Even though it might help you because you put a lot of things in order in your life. You, you, will, live, you will live right. You'll start your life. You'll confess all your little things. Everything, everybody you're quarreling with, you'll solve, you solve all your problems. Yes. That was someone said that when you think about death, you become wise. Yes. When you think about death, you become wise. You imagine, you imagine if you have thought about death when you're coming out of your room today, you would have tidied your room. If you had imagined somebody will go to this room and not you, you wouldn't have left the way you left. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You left your room because you left your room and your house in the state it is because you, you, you were sure that you were the one coming back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But if you have thought about it that no, someone else is coming after me. Your bathroom your kitchen, your bedroom, you sort out a lot of things. You sort out a lot of things. Yes. So, what to preach? You don't just preach anything. You don't just say anything. There are things that we have to preach. When you are preaching, this is what we preach about. We preach about Jesus and how he died for us. Okay, number three. You are being trained to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. No training to be able to go somewhere. Go somewhere, do what? To what? Go somewhere and preach. Go somewhere and preach. Go somewhere and preach. Go somewhere and preach. That's why you say, if, if, if you're in this church, we don't, we don't hide some of these things. It's not hidden. We tell you, we tell what's expected of you as a Christian, as a believer. We are, you are expected to go somewhere and preach. Oh, yes. I expect a lot of you 
if not all of you, to become churches. Oh, yes. I'm walking here, talking to you all the time. You won't preach. Ah. Ah. I expect you to become a church. Oh, Tayo, what, what did you think? Why, why, do you th- why do you think I even know your name? Wow. Why would I know your name? What am I going to do with your name? Yes. Training center. I expect you to become a church. I expect you to be a church. Jesus expects you to be a church. To be a preacher. To be a preacher. Because he's wiped away all your sins. Has he not wiped them away? Yes. Or you think he just expects you to come and sing Blessed Jesus? <laughs> Blessed Jesus, you are my first love. <laughs> you think that's why Jesus died for you? He expects you to become a church. A church. A church. A church. A church. Yes. Watch all the singers that have lasted over, let me say, decades. All of them are pastors. The ones that are still around are pastors. Yes. They started started with a whole group of people in time past. But the ones that are around, they are pastors. Yes. The pastors, the singers who are pastors are the ones who are around. C.C. Winans is a pastor. Marvin Winans is a pastor. Donnie McClurkin is a pastor. Darling Check is a pastor. I mean, name them. Name them, Arinola. Name them. They are pastors. Yes. 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 Tanya, the ones that have crossed decades, they are pastors. Yes. Cece is almost 60 years. She's like 57 years, I think. Yes. She's a pastor. Yes. 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 All the, you, you, you think, all the ones that have lasted, not like new ones that have just sprung up, but those who have stayed in season and under a certain grace and anointing, all of them are pastors. All, all are pastors. All of them are pastors. All of them actually answered the call and entered the ministry. Yes. It's like, this is my life and this is my work. Yes. Pastors, full-time pastors. Yes. Mm. They are the ones who cross decades. The ones who were singing in the 70s, sang in the 80s, sang in the 90s, 2000s, 2010, 2020s. They are still there. When you play their song today, you close your eyes and lift up your hands. Yes. They are pastors. Arinola, they are pastors. They are called pastor. That place is called pastor. Yes. They are the ones that are there. Yes. Not the ones who just sang for a season and then just took off. Yeah, it's like I've, I've done my past. It's like I've graduated from singing. Yes. Yeah. They followed through. Yes. Yes. So you have been trained to go somewhere. Sit down. Sit down so you can go somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Sit down so you can go somewhere. So you can think of where you can go. Then you can go there. Yes. The earlier, the, earlier, the earlier you start, the better. Mm. 
I said to people that when, when I, I, I became a pastor, I was in my 20s when I was appointed a pastor. I don't know whether they understand. What, I don't know what I said. I don't know whether the people in their 20s who are listening to me, whether they understand what I'm saying to them. Yes, because what I'm saying to them is that I was like you when I became, when I was like you, I was a pastor. So why are you not a pastor? That's what I'm actually saying. Yes. I didn't become, I didn't become a pastor in my 40s. Yes, I became a pastor in my 20s. I was in my 20s. Oh, yes. Yes. Because anything you do, you have to start early. Yes. There's, wisdom says that those who seek him early shall find him. Those who seek him early shall find him. Those who seek him early. When you look for it early, you find it. You find it. Anything you want to do, start early, you see the fruits. Don't say later. Don't say later. Don't say another time. Yes. God is going to use you. God is going to use you somewhere. To be a preacher somewhere. To be on mission somewhere. Preaching, serving God. I'm telling you that now is the time. Start preparing. You graduate. You finish. Off. That's the mind you must have. That is the mind you must have. If you will do well. That's the mind you must have. By the time I finished university, one, two, I was a pastor. Yes. Yeah. That's why we're imagine, imagine, imagine if I was not here. We are not here. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. Some of the things I've told you in black and white, who would have told you? Yes, I've told you, I've told you to your face in black and white. I don't know whether black and white or color. I don't know which one you like. Black and white, I've told you to your face. Yes. Yeah. And it has helped you. Yes, who would have told you? Who would have told you those things? Who would have put you on the straight and narrow? You'll be, you'll be living and perishing in your folly. Yeah. Yes, in your folly. Convincing yourself that it's okay. That that's how it is. That's how it is. It'll not be anything. That's how it is. In your folly and your stupidity. Deep, deep in sin. Deep in sin as you are taking communion. Living dual lives. Dual lives ready to perish. Hmm? Here and there, here and there, here and there, here and there. Play here, then I play there. I play here, I play there, I play here, I play there. Play here, I play there. Duality, dual lives. Think that that is how it's done. That's how it's done. That's how everybody is. That's what it is. That's the standard. That's the thing that is done. Here and there, here and there, here and there. It's here and there. Living is stupid. Fully drunk and, and buried and drowned in stupidity. Believing that that's how it is. Yes. And you'd have died and found yourself in hell. And be saying that, hey, I go to first love. Oh, you're on your way to hell. Yes. Because you're a worker of iniquity. Yes. So somebody has to answer the call early. 
so that you can be reached on time. So you can be reached on time. Someone has to respond early so you can be reached on time. So you also have to respond early so that you can reach others on time. There are others and there are places. You also have to go. You have to go early. The more you delay, the more people perish. Yes. Your delay and your calculations and your questions and your dragging of feet and things is just ushering more people to hell. Yes. More people to hell. You also have to respond early. You have to give up or no, or no. It's not, it's not even giving it's a sacrifice. It's even giving up on the stupidity so that you can respond to the call of God and the things of God early. Early. To save others. To save the next soul from dropping into that deep hole. Yes. As we are there just doodling and dawdling. And having fun and having ceremonies and enjoying ourselves and having parties and eating and drinking and being happy and being content. We have a nice church. We are blessed. We are happy in a nice church. We are happy in this. Another soul is dropping to hell. Yes, another soul is dropping because there's nobody to go there. There's nobody to reach them. Yes, there's nobody to see, to see them. Yes. Yeah, there are several Caribbean islands, several islands in the Caribbean. I'm here to hear the first, first lover to say that, oh, I'm, I'm planting my flag on that island to establish a church for God and for Jesus. And we've come. But, you know, Jonah chapter one. So this is not sacrifice. It's walking away from foolishness. Yes, you, you've, you've not yet started gaining crowns. Walking away from walking away from foolishness is not a, it's not a sacrifice. You are just being silly. Walk away from the silly life. And what is, is you are even blessed that what is on offer is that God is saying, come and serve me. Come and serve me. Jonah 1 verse 1 says that now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. Maybe God is speaking to you today. Rise up, rise up. Take a Caribbean island. Yes. Rise up, go and preach, because there are souls. There are people just like you, just perishing over there. Perishing over there. Because you can live there, you can work there, you can have a normal life there. But in addition, and best of all, best of all, is that you will gather lost souls. You gather lost souls for God. Save lost souls for God. The souls have been saved. Just as you have, you've also been saved. Just as you have also been saved. Just as you also have been saved. Yes, just as someone responded and came. On time, just when, just when you came to uni, somebody was also here too. And it's like God has created a net to receive you and to save you. Oh, yes. Yes. 
then God is saying, he said, arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. Do you, not, do, you not think, do you not think that on a Saturday we cannot have 1,000 people sitting here? On a Saturday that we cannot have 1,000 souls sitting here to hear the gospel, to hear the good news, to be saved, to be saved and to have better quality lives on a Saturday. But you see, by far that we turn ourselves into an entertainment center, we just entertain ourselves and make ourselves happy. And then the real spiritual battle that is going on, we turn a blind eye to it. That's what I'm telling you. Some, that's what I'm giving you some of these examples. In case you think that, no, it's just fun. It's just, I'm just, you sitting here, you, you can't even imagine what you've been saved from. You can't even imagine what God has plucked you out of to give you a church and a home. You can't even imagine what you've been plucked out of. Mm-hmm. Jonah chapter 3. Sit down. So I can tell you to stand up. Jonah 3 verse 1 says that, and the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time saying, arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. Go and say what I've told you to say. Go and say what I've told you to say. Go and say what I've told you to say. Sometimes people don't like to be told what to do. Yes, they don't like to be told what to do. But that's not the nature of God. Independence is not the nature of God. Independence is the nature of Lucifer. Yes. You have to preach the right thing that God called you to preach. What God called us to preach, let us preach the right thing. Let us do the right thing. When we are in a family of a church, let us also do what we all said we will do. And what let us stand for what we all say we stand for. Don't bring your own things or your own agenda on your own ways. Let us all do what we said we would do. Say, go and preach the preaching that I'm telling you to go and preach. Go and say the things that I'm telling you to go and say. Yes. Go and give that same message. Give that same message. Go and give that same, the message I'm giving you, go and give that same message. Go and give it out. Do not think, do you not think we can have hundred percentaneous? Yes, gathering souls on a Saturday to church. We cannot get hundred, one hundred percentaneous gathering souls every Saturday to church. Ah. 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 Go, go and preach. Go and say the thing that I've told you to say. The thing that I've told you, go and say it. Make sure you say the thing that I've told you to go and say. Go and say it. Go and say it. Go and say the same things. Go and preach the same thing. Go and tell them about their salvation. That's what I'm telling you. Do you not think we can have 1,000 people here? Do you not think that we can have 100% leaders? Die hard soul winners, gathering souls to church. Knowing, knowing what is out there. Them, knowing what is out there, knowing what is waiting for them, it will even make you a more serious person, a more serious Christian. Yes, than also become making yourself a predator in the church. Yes, yes. to incur curses on yourself. 
Yes. May the Lord have mercy. Yes. yes. Will, you not, will you not be a more serious person? Will it not even help you as you give yourself to the preaching of the gospel? Will it not even help you to shed off some of your snake skin? Yeah, you will shed it off because you, can, you can't continue that way. Yes. You will have to put some things on the side so you can be serious with God. Yes. You have to start serving God for some things to leave your life. Yes. You have to be serious with God for some things to disappear from your life. Don't wait to become perfect before you start serving God. Start serving God for the things to go. Yes. Because the medicine, the medicine for your healing is the gospel, the preaching of the gospel. That is what will save you and heal you and help you. Mm. And finally, number four. No, you have been trained to go somewhere. How many of you will will go somewhere? Yes. I pray you go somewhere. Yes. I pray you go somewhere. I pray one day I hear of you that you're in the Caribbean somewhere. You are preaching. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are as a preacher. You are as a preacher, as a minister. That you are there. You've arrived. You've landed. But it starts from the accommodation blocks. Yes. Accommodation blocks. Was it 100 people who can go? going anywhere. You know they are not going anywhere. In a few in a few hours time, they will start marching out, going to the clubs. Yes. Going to the clubs. Some, some will be marching into the accommodation to fornicate and to do all sorts of crazy things. Yes. You, you, you are making an excuse why they can't go to church. Why they can't be saved. In a few hours time, you see them, they will hit the streets. You hit the streets. They are going somewhere. They are going to get drunk and waste their lives away. Whilst the blood of Jesus is still dripping on the cross. Still potent to wash away sins and to save any life. If only we, if only we will go out and and say to them what we have to say to them. If we can go to them and say what we have to say to them. My final, the final point for today is that you are being trained to be able to live anywhere. Yes, you have been trained to be able to live anywhere. Not Birmingham. Don't tell them that you've got a job in Birmingham. You are staying in Birmingham. When God doesn't need you in Birmingham. When God needs you in the Caribbean. God needs you in Trinidad. God leads, needs you in St. Kitts. God leads you in St. Martins. God wants you out there. You're saying Birmingham. You've got a job in Birmingham. God has blessed you with a profession that can afford you to live anywhere in the world. You can live anywhere in the world just by your profession, your qualification alone. You've prayed and cried and he's blessed you with it. You can live anywhere and work anywhere so that you can preach. So that you can preach. Blessed you with a British passport. Blessed you with a good qualification. Blessed you with brains. And saved you, apart from them, saved you as well. So you can live anywhere in the world. And you're working here talking about Birmingham. Philippians chapter 4, verse 12. 
I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Do you understand this verse? Do you want to try and give it to us in English? Yes, nilt it, nilt it. He said, I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation. Whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. You can do anything. Can you live where, a place where there are no sausages? No, you can't live without sausages. Yes. Yeah. Can you live in a place where there's no conflicts? There's no conflicts? Or there has to be conflicts, otherwise you can't preach. Was Jesus eating conflicts when he came to die for you? Do you know what is in heaven? Do you know what is in heaven? He left and he came on earth for you. You, you can't leave conflicts. You can't leave conflicts. You can't leave Cumberland sausages. It has to be Cumberland sausages or you can't preach. If it's not Cumberland, if there, there are no sausages, if there are no streaky bacon, you can't. You need pancakes with syrup. Otherwise, you can't preach. Can you live? Can you live without pancakes and syrup? Can you do it? That's, he he said he can't do anything. Full stomach empty. He can. He can. He can. He can. So he can live. He can. But you must have pancakes and syrup. Squared it on. Otherwise, you can't live. <laughs> you can't preach. You can only preach a place where there's pancake and syrup. Otherwise, you can't. You can't live. There has to be, you have to be a place where you must, you must have access to a, a salon, hair salon. Yes. Can you, can you cut your hair to so you manage it? It's, it becomes easier to manage natural hair for the sake of the gospel. No, I'm asking you real questions. Yes. Because there are places where there are no wigs. You will not, you will not easily have access to a wig. Yes. So I'm asking you, can you, can you, will you be able to, no, sit down, sit down so I can ask the question properly. Will you be able to live in a place that you will have to keep your hair low and cool or just plaited? Corn, corn in rows. Yes. Corny rolls. Because as you are sitting here, under your head is corn roll. Under, under that thing is corn roll. Yes. Yes. Under this thing is rolls. Rolls of corn. Rolls of corn. That's what is there. Is that not what is there? I shouldn't reveal your secret that there are rows of corn under your hair. 
No, it's not a secret. It's not a secret. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Yes. 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 I tell one of my daughters that I can do cornrows. She doesn't believe me. He says, she's going to say, oh, come and sit down. I'll do it for you. She says, never. Yeah. I, says, oh, I can do it. I can do cornrows. I can do it. It will work. I don't know. It may not be so straight, but it will work. Yeah. Yes. If you come, I've keep telling that if you come a couple of times, we'll get it straight. Yes. When we start off, it may be a little zigzag. But if you come a few more times, if you allow me to practice on your head a few more times, we'll get it straight. I'll, I'll save you a lot of money. Because I keep asking, how much do you give to this woman who keeps doing these uh, straight cornrows for you? See, we'll save a lot of money. I won't charge you. I'll charge you half. <laughs> yes. 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 Because I remember my sisters with their dolls doing cornrow. Yes. I can picture it. Their fingers. It moves. It just, it just intertwined the hair like that. The difficult part is when you get to the end. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, and I remember my mother doing their hair for them. Doing one row. So I, I, I mean, I, we're all around. Yeah. You see, you see the you see the fingers moving. Yeah. Yes, I've never done it, but I can picture it. If I picture my mother's fingers, I can see. Yeah. See, then you get you a strip like this, uh-huh. and another strip. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Then I think it's, then a third strip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, it's one Yes, need three strips, and it's coming. Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I saw it being done. I just need a head to practice it on. Yes. Yeah, I just need a head. My wife has not allowed me. My my daughters have not allowed me. But if I could get a head, I'd have done Conroe. The first day will not be straight. Second may not be so straight. But by the third time, the third time, you see that it's straight. Straight. Yes. And I'll put oil in the lines like that. Ah, ah, you see? You see? You see? Yes. You see? Yes. Yes. So I'm asking you, will you be able to do, con- will you have to sit somewhere, sit somewhere where there's no salon and put a mirror in, in between your legs like this? And fix yourself. Would you be able to do it? For the sake of Jesus. When you are doing it, it's for the sake of Jesus. That souls will be saved. That Jesus did more than this for you. You're also doing this for the sake of Jesus. That souls will be saved. Can you do it? Can you live anywhere? Can you live anywhere? Can you live anywhere? Yes. Yes. Maybe even, even when you get there, you'll be, you'll be the top hairdresser there. Yes. 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 The whole the whole town or the whole city will come to you when it gets to hairdressing. Yes. You'll be you'll be amazed what God will turn you into. Yes. You think you came there to sacrifice, but God will shame you. There's nothing to sacrifice. Yes. You'll rather say you'll rather become the lead, the lead hairdresser training others. Yes. In that place. Yes. People send sending you hair hair products from Birmingham. From Birmingham. Yes. Sit down. Why are you standing? Why are you standing? Why are you coming for me to do cornrow for you? Hmm. 
Busayo, you see, Busayo wants me to do Conroe for him. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. That means that I can live with little. I can live with also when I have everything. It's like he can live in both worlds. You see, now you can live in Birmingham where you have everything. Where you have everything. Everything. Everything is within walking distance. You have everything. You should also be able to live without, with very little. Yes, you will survive with very little. Don't pretend. Don't pretend as though you, you were born with a, with a silver spoon in your mouth. I have learned the secret of living in every situation. Every situation. Whether it is with a full stomach or empty. With plenty or little. You see, all for Jesus. All for Jesus. And then you know, you know Philippians 4.13, isn't it? What's Philippians 4.13? For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Look, this one gives us in King James. We like it in King James. Yes. For I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Yes. Yes. Are you willing to do anything for Christ? Are you willing to do anything for Christ? The answer is very weak and very, you know, subdued. I mean, are you willing to do anything for Christ? Can Christ can Christ call on you this evening? And you are willing to do anything for him? Anything for him? Because he will strengthen you. Just say, I can do all. Is it someone's conviction? It's, this is conviction about Jesus. I can do all things. I can do all things. He started, that's why he started from verse, verse 12 is very important for you to understand verse 13. The empty stomach, I can move. When I'm also full, I can move. Yes. When everything is working out well, things are nice, I can serve God. And when things are not so great, I can also serve God. Then he says that I can do all things, all things through Christ, which strengthens me. In other words, wherever he goes, he goes in the name of Christ. He goes in the power of Christ. He goes because Christ has called him. He has to say, I can do all things. Through Christ, which strengtheneth me. May that be your story. May that be your story. May that be your testimony. May that be your testimony. I pray that one day you'll be walking on the mission field. You'll be walking on fields, fields, fields. That you, you'll prove that you have been trained and prepared to go somewhere and to live anywhere. May you be found where God wants you to be found. May you go where God is saying go. May you do what God is saying do. May you do and may you go to those places. May that grace find you. May that mercy find you. May that mercy appear to you. May that mercy appear to you. May you not waste time. May you not delay. May you not say another time. May you not say later. May you not say one day. But may you be able to hear the voice in that day and say, today, today is my day. This is my day. This is my season. This is my year. This is the day and this is the year when I respond to God and I answer the call of God. May that grace be with you. May that mercy be with you. May that power be with you. May that understanding be with you.
May that wisdom be with you and stay with you. Stand to your feet and let's thank God. Thank him. Thank him for tonight. Thank him for tonight. Thank him for his word. Thank him for his blessing. Thank him. Everybody saying thank you to God. We're saying thank you to God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Mafitosi batosasta. Thank him, thank him. Speak, speak to God. Speak to God. Speak to God. For the grace and ability to go anywhere, to live anywhere, to go somewhere, to preach the gospel, to preach the gospel, to preach the gospel. Preach the gospel to preach nothing but the gospel. The gospel may the gospel take you to nations, may the gospel take you to cities, may the gospel take you to places. To places, the gospel because of the gospel, because of the gospel, by the gospel. the call. May there be no delays. 
may there be no wasting time may they respond to the call immediately lord may they run lord may they run and not walk lord give them the power and the grace and the spirit of speed speed to respond speedily lord that it shall be said why are you in a hurry where are you going what is happening why are you in a hurry why are you running where are you going lord and they may say because my lord my lord is calling me my lord is driving me my lord is calling me my lord is calling me my lord is driving me lord father let the spirit come upon them let it come upon them let that conviction begin now let them hear the call let the sound be clear in their ears lord to hear what you are saying that they may go lord that they may go lord without any encouragement and prompting may they move may they move like an army may they move like a mighty army may they move like a mighty army with a purpose lord like men and women with a purpose lord may they move and may they arrive lord thank you thank you lord that you called us thank you that you are calling thank you that you are calling you're calling and you're drawing you're calling and you're drawing you're calling and you're drawing lord you're drawing several people here lord into a great field a great field of harvest lord a great field of harvest lord thank you lord anoint them lord anoint them lord receive a special gift tonight a gift of speed a gift of determination a gift of divine abilities to do you will not turn back you will not turn back you will not turn back you will not turn around you will go where he's saying go you will not turn back God is touching your life God is touching several lives tonight several lives tonight several lives tonight for his work and for his purpose he's touching your life he's affecting your life out of Birmingham out of Birmingham you will touch nations out of Birmingham nations islands shall be touched out of Birmingham out of Birmingham nations shall be touched lives shall be affected ah thank you thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you for what you are doing tonight Thank you for what you are doing tonight. Thank you for your spirit. And thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, Lord. Every eye closed, every head bowed. I also want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. I want to pray specially for you. You are here. Somebody invited you to church. But deep in your heart, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You don't have a relationship with God. You feel far from God. You feel far from God. Perhaps you are even wondering, God, where are you? I want to feel you like these people can feel you. I want to know you like these people know you. I want to know you. I want to have a personal relationship with you. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want a relationship with God. I want a relationship with God. 
I want to come closer to God. If you are here like that, you'll say, Pastor, pray with me. I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are standing and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. Just your right hand. I need Jesus in my life. I need God in my life. Just your right hand. Lift up high so I can see you. Lift up, lift up higher, 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 higher. I want to give my life to God. I want to come close to God today. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to come close to God. God bless you. I can see your hand. I know, I know, I know there are several more. You want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I need God in my life. I want to get closer to him. Closer to him. Closer to him. Closer to him. I want a relationship with him. Just your right hand. I can see your hands. I see your hands. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. I need Jesus. I need Jesus in my life. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. One more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front. I'm waiting for you right here. My hand is also lifted up. Come out of your seats and come to me. Come all the way. Even if you didn't lift up your hands, you can still come. You can still come. Come. Come all the way. Come. Come. I just help us to do the right thing. Help us. Come all the way. Come from wherever you are. Father, I come to you today just as I am. I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please have mercy on me for all the bad things I have done. Please forgive me. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is alive. I believe Jesus died for my sins and he rose up on the third day. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Now say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. Say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say thank you, Father, for accepting me today and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, thank you for the blessing of salvation, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Be blessed. Um, these lovely ladies would like to speak to you briefly. So if you go this way with them, they'll talk to you briefly, then you come back to your seats.
I don't know it. You know it. God is calling you to the work of the ministry and especially missions. Wherever you are standing, I want you to lift up your two hands and I'll pray for you there. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, let it be now. Let it be now. Identify them and cause them, cause them to respond to this call and to respond to this call immediately, Lord. Cause them to do what they have to do to enter into those fields, to enter into those fields, to save those who have to be saved, to win over those who have to be won, Lord. Cause them, Lord. May this fire, may this conviction, may this voice never die and never be turned off in their lives till they answer the call till they respond to this conviction thank you Lord that you send them far you send them to places to gather the harvest that you have prepared touch every hand that is lifted up touch every heart that is lifted up oh God thank you Lord that your hand rests upon them for your work for your work may they live to glorify you thank you Father for this blessed opportunity. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Take your communion. Thank you, Jesus. Take up the bread, receive the cup. For his mercy yes. is enough. Yes. For the many and the one. This is communion.
blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Stand to your feet and receive your blessing. Now lift your hands for your blessing. The Lord remember you. And the Lord give you grace to be a humble servant, obedient servant, and a diligent servant. The blessing of the Lord rest upon you today and forever. May God lift you up in your job, especially in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You are blessed. Amen. Say a big amen. Amen. A blessing to be a servant for the Lord. May that blessing be upon you. Yes. God bless you. Take your seats. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.